Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is the day that the Lord hath made. And of course, we are rejoicing and we are glad in the blessing of the day. Pray that everyone is well, blessed and safe this Monday morning. It is once again time for the Monday Motivational Moment with Dr. J. And I'm certainly grateful and thankful to have you connecting with us for a few moments of encouragement, empowerment, and a prayer that we believe will help get your day and your week started. We pray that you'll come on in and connect with us for the next few moments as we attempt to share uh, God's word with you, a word of hope and encouragement that I believe is going to empower your life for the better. Good morning to each and every one of you, and we are always glad and grateful to be able to connect with you. This Monday morning, I want to invite your attention to a very familiar passage of scripture, one that is well known to basically anyone in the Christian faith among the body of Christ. I want to invite you to join with me now. Let's go to the word of God. It's recorded in the fifth chapter of the gospel of Matthew. Matthew's gospel, chapter five, verses one through 12 is that passage, that classic passage that we know as the Beatitudes the Beatitudes. But there's something there in those verses that I want to just share with us with hopes that it will be of encouragement to you. Do you not realize that at least nine times in that passage of scripture between those 12 verses, uh, at least nine times you find the word blessed, blessed. Um, It begins as early as verse three, And it goes all the way to verse 11. You find the word blessed at least nine times. Let me read it to you, if you will, from the Message Bible. When Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught his climbing companions. This is what he said. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourself proud owners of everything that can't be bought. My God. Verse six, you're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. He's food and drink in the best meal that you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you'll find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and your heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. Wow. The persecution drives you deeper into God's kingdom. Verse 11, not only that, count yourself blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit you. Discredit me, Jesus said. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. Verse 12, you can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even, for though they don't like it, 
I do. And all heaven applauds and know that you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. At least nine times in this passage of scripture do we see the word blessed. And that's the word that I really want to zero in on. And I want to spend some time with us today, basically encouraging us to know this week and for the rest of our lives, you already have what it takes to live in a way that brings glory and honor to God, to live in a way where you are able to prosper and be in good health. You have what it takes. Now, how many times did we see the word blessed? there. At least nine, right? The word blessed in the Greek comes from a word that simply means to be lengthy or large. One one writer said it actually means to enlarge. When we are blessed, basically God gives us everything to extend, expand, and be all that he wants us to be. He enlarges us. He makes us bigger. So therefore, the word bless from the Greek, as it is recorded in Matthew chapter five, simply means he's given you everything you need to prosper in every area of your lives. In every area of life, God has already given us what we need to make it, to survive, and to thrive. In every area. And I cannot stress that too much. I'm going to say that again. In every area, God has given us everything that we need to survive and thrive. There are three things that I see here in these 12 verses as Jesus speaks to his disciples from this mountainside, dealing with what we call the Beatitudes, the character of a true believer, the character of a Christian. When a a Christian operates in his proper character, when a Christian operates as a Christ-like believer, you've got everything that you need to prosper according to God's will, way, and word. First of all, we find already that we have an extension of benefits, an extension of benefits. Look at it there in, 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 in that passage of scripture. Look at what happens. He says that we are blessed, we are enlarged, we have the ability to prosper even when we're at the end of our rope. We have the ability to prosper when we feel like we've lost something that's most dear to us. We have the ability to prosper when we are content with just who we are. We have the ability to prosper when we work up a good appetite for God. The word of God said, the King James Version rather says, blessed are they who hunger and thirst after God's way of doing things. You've got everything you need when you do it God's way. You are able to prosper when you care. You're blessed. You're able to prosper when you get your inside right, when you get your mind and your heart right. Because when your mind and heart is right, get get this, look at the extension. Not only will your mind and your heart be right, but your actions and your attitude will follow. You've got everything that you need. You've got everything it takes to be prosperous. You've got everything that it takes to survive and thrive. But not only do you have an extension of benefits, because you seek to do it God's way, through the blessing, through being blessed, 
through the ability to prosper, you have an enlargement of mercy. You've got an enlargement of mercy. You've got an enlargement of mercy when you are able to extend mercy to somebody else. You have an enlargement of mercy when you are able to show grace to someone else. Because here is the old adage that the word of God rings true. What we give is what we receive. And according to Paul's teaching in the Galatian church, he told them that if you sow to the wind, you're going to reap the whirlwind. I need somebody to get ready for a bigger repayment from what you've already given out. What you've given out is no comparison to what God is going to give back to you. You have an enlargement of mercy. That's what the word bless means in the Greek. It simply means that God says, I'm going to take what you have and I'm going to take what you use to glorify me and I'm going to make it large for your behalf. You have what it takes. You have what it takes to be all that God has called you to be. You have what it takes to do what God has laid to your hands and heart to do. To somebody watching me this morning who has a vision deep in their spirit, but feel like you're not good enough, feel like you don't have what it takes. You feel like somebody is going to come along and make you feel inadequate. You're blessed. And because you do it God's way, God says, I'm going to give you the ability to do what you think you can't do. Here it is. Here it is. The word of God, Galatians 3.20 says, Ephesians 3.20 rather, says that he is able to do exceeding and abundant above all that you ask or think. But look at what he says. It's according to the power that is working in you. You have what it takes. You have an extension of benefits. You have an enlargement of mercy. But third and finally, the third thing that the Beatitudes show me is, is that I have an endowment of prosperity. I'm blessed. I'm prosperous. I'm in a position to prosper when my commitment to God provokes persecution. Persecution, relentless attack from people who don't know, don't care, or don't understand. Persecution is that relentless attack from people who hate on you, who are jealous of you, who can't stand you because of your prospering. Psalm 37 says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't even be worried about the man who's prospering in his wicked way, because that is only short-lived. But if you trust in the Lord and you do good, there is an endowment. There is a gifting of prosperity coming your way. And the endowment of prosperity that's coming your way, you don't have to fight for it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to stress over it. What God has for you, it is for you. You've got everything that it takes. So much so that in verses 11 and 12, Jesus wraps it up. He says, not only are you blessed, are you fortunate? Do you have the power to prosper when your commitment to God per provokes persecution? But you ought to count yourself blessed, prospering, in a place where you're moving forward, when people throw you down, put you down, speak lies about you to discredit me, you got to consider that false advertising. You got to consider that free advertisement, not false advertisement. Consider the negativity as free advertisement. Consider the negativity as fuel for your fight. Consider the false advertisement as free advertisement to push you into your next. 
Consider that advertisement as an opportunity for folks to come closer to you, get to know the real you, and know you are different from what they say about you. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing that you need to hold on to. Bless folk, don't get distracted with distractions. Bless folks use distractions as power to push them into their season of prosperity. You got to learn how to ignore it. I told the people at St. James yesterday, you got to learn how to ignore ignorance and keep moving forward. That's the way you are blessed. Today, I want to challenge you this week and for the rest of your lives. No, God has given you everything that you need to make it in this life. You have what it takes to prosper. You have what it takes to survive. You have what it takes to thrive. You have what it takes to walk through the very valley of the shadows of death, knowing he's with you. You have what it takes to stand toe to toe with the enemy, with the assurance that if God be for me, he's more than the world against me. You have what it takes to take the little bit that you have and place it in the master's hands, knowing that little will become much when you place it there. This week, I challenge you to know beyond the shadow of a doubt because of your blessings, because of God's ability to prosper in, to, and through you, you have what it takes. Let's pray together. God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity to share with your people. I thank you, God, for this word, and I thank you for how this word has ministered to us God, I thank you for every blessing that you continue to bestow upon us. God, we don't deserve your favor. We don't deserve your goodness. But God, we say thank you that you continue to look past every failure, every fault, and still show us favor because of our faith in you. Now, God, I pray now that you would bless us to remain focused. Help us not look to the right nor to the left, but teach us that our help comes from you and you alone. Help us to look up to live up, to live out the true meaning of this walk with you. God, I pray your blessings upon everyone who's joining us live for this presentation this morning. I pray for those who may be watching a rebroadcast or even those who via podcast have tuned in to receive this word to help catapult their week into greater. Take us from grace to grace, from glory to glory. Take us to higher heights and deeper depths in you. Teach us, God, to know that we have what it takes because you have given it to us. All that we failed in asking, please do not fail in giving God because you know what we need better than we know what to ask for. Touch our minds, touch our hearts, touch our bodies, touch our wills, touch our spirits, touch our attitudes, and let them all bring glory and not shame to your name. This is our prayer. We offer it now. In Jesus' name we pray, we praise, and we proclaim. Amen. Amen and amen. Blessings upon all of you is our prayer. Thank you so much for joining me on this morning. As you see, this is a pre-recorded message. Uh, family duties have me away this early hour on a Monday morning, but I wanted to make sure that you got what you needed, that nugget to help catapult your week for greater. I'm believing God's best for your life. I'm believing God's greatest for your life. And so as we always say, have a marvelous, magnanimous, miraculous, but most of all, 
motivational week in the name of the Lord Jesus. Until next Monday morning, we love you all.